Hello, I'm Chris Neeland, host of a new podcast, Cult Brand Secrets, brought to you by The Gathering and Evergreen Podcasts. The Gathering is a Forbes top-rated business summit and a masterclass for brand and business leaders looking to reap the benefits of cult-like adoration. Each year, The Gathering brings together disruptors from around the globe to learn from and to celebrate the leaders behind iconic brands like Marvel, Skittles, Beats by Dre, Yeti, and the Dallas Cowboys. For the first time ever, this podcast will give you access to some of the exclusive business leader learnings from the gathering's past events. This is a condensed version of Douglas's 40-minute presentation at the gathering. In this shortened episode, you'll hear Douglas's work in connecting cults that make you shudder with cult brands that you adore. To hear more about Douglas's personal journey and how you can better apply his findings to your endeavors, check out Cult Brand Secrets Premium. By subscribing to our premium plan, you'll gain access to full presentations by the most well-known brands in the world, all presented from the gathering's past events. Learn more at ColtBrandSecrets.com. You're in for a treat today because Douglas Akin is the OG of cult branding. He literally wrote the book on the subject. Back in 2005, he published a book that's called The Culting of Brands. And he was the first person I know who really compared the beliefs and the behaviors of actual cults, you know, like the creepy kind, with enviable organizations, things like fraternities or fast-growing religions or even something like the Marine Corps, not to mention really iconic brands like Apple, Starbucks, and Nike. You know, Douglas believes at the end of the day, all of us just want to belong. And brands that enable a sense of community and give people things to interact with and not just transact with will enjoy above average benefits. Douglas's work led him to interesting marketing roles within professional service firms and within the social gathering site Meetup. But really, his career went to a whole new level of the stratosphere when he was hired in the early days of Airbnb. And he deployed his thinking about cult branding to that business and really helped contribute to their meteoric rise. As you'll soon discover, Douglas is wildly smart and wickedly charming. He's a one in a million type of marketing executive and will give you a masterclass in the art of helping people belong. Uh, I really respect that he flew to Calgary all the way from Tuscany, Italy to speak at the Gathering 2020. And I'm so glad that he did because his talk was awesome. He's one of the few speakers who has ever been invited back to speak for a second time. And so if you like what he says here, then check back later for the episode that features his other talk about living your purpose. But for now, let's just listen to Douglas share his thoughts on belonging. Okay, so I'm going to um, do a quick romp through belonging. And I'm going to posit this idea that uh, community belonging creates the best and strongest kind of community to absolutely anything, whether it's a company or a brand or a religion or a political party, a club, whatever it is, it's belonging is the key. And I've come to this conclusion after spending, I guess, now about 20 years in the sort of belonging field. 
And by the way, and the reason I'm just romping quickly through this is that I've been dunked like a teabag over the past 20 years or so in many different forms of community, from cults to regular people meeting for regular reasons in, you know, all over the world, hundreds of thousands of them at Meetup, to movements. And movements are about mobilizing people, about getting literally millions of people to take the same action at the same moment on a single leverageable point, which could be a, a politician, could be a president, could be a CEO, whatever it is, whatever needs to make the decision to make the big social change that you want. It all started with uh, one day in New York. I used to work for a branding agency and it started with a bunch of depressed marketers. They were in there and it's quite a famous brand this, I'm not gonna tell you who it was, but they were basically saying, our jobs are over, loyalty is gone, marketing is finished. So very depressed people. Then by coincidence that night, I went to a focus group I had already organized for another purpose um, of a bunch of teenagers talking about their favorite brand of sneaker. And they were talking about it in almost religious terms, about what at the end of the day are just bits of rubber and plastic are commodity products. I mean, there's no functional difference between one brand of sneaker or another, or maybe tiny. But you couldn't tell them that. They were absolutely committed to this brand. It was the best brand. Which made me think two things, really, which was, first, those marketers were wrong. You can create commitment even to a commodity product. And then secondly, I was thinking, why and how? I mean, how do you do that? Why were these kids so committed to these bits of rubber and plastic? So I thought, you know, they're using religious terms. I'm gonna look at best in class cult brands like Harley and Apple at the time. And then I thought, why stop there? Let's go straight to the source. Let's go to cults themselves, which is like the most extreme forming of, of belonging you can um, imagine. Because I thought if we can examine that extreme and, and sort of decode how they get people to get so committed and why those people get so committed, then we can apply those lessons to less extreme forms of belonging like brands and companies. The reason people were saying they were committed to this brand or the Marines or Krishna, they were using almost the same vocabulary, the same terms, which is good because then I really could, that justified looking at the extreme form then to apply it to the rest. I'm gonna focus first though on cults. I mean, if not here, where? <laughs> So, now the first thing I want to say about cults is they are normal. The academics, the kind of the specialists in this, this field, the religious, religious academics, sociologists of religion, have even stopped calling them cults. And they started calling them NRMs, New Religious Movements. This is from the front page of um, the University of Virginia School of uh, divinity, something like that. Religious and human cultures are constantly being renewed and re reinvigorated at some point Every religion was new. There are no exceptions. What they're basically saying is cults are sort of the engines of change in a culture. If we didn't have cults, cultures would atrophy and die. So which begs the question, if cults are normal and the people that join them are normal, why? Why do people often give up a huge amount of time, sometimes money, sometimes respect of their peers to join a cult? That's what the question I was asking. And what I learned very quickly is the reason why is also normal. They're the same reasons basically that we join anything, just maybe a little more extreme. So let me start digging into what I think is probably the most important reason, 
and, and I see it as sort of like the engine of belonging, if you like, the thing that powers this whole thing that we do as a species. And I've come, I'm calling it the great cult paradox. And I call it that because it's contradictory to one's expectations. So the reason people join cults is not to conform, but to become more individual. Well, how is that possibly true? What I kept hearing from people, from full-on cults all the way through to the Marines and so on, is that by belonging to this organization, by joining this thing, it enabled me to become more myself. The world's best-known investor and Wall Street expert Warren Buffett once said, Wall Street is the only place that people ride to in a Rolls Royce to get advice from those who take the subway. Mr. Buffett's quote is remarkably accurate, but how many people would rather receive advice from him than someone simply guessing? Welcome to Buy, Hold, Sell, your single source for Wall Street knowledge and profitable guidance. Please join me, Todd Schoenberger, and fellow trader Tobin Smith, as well as host Veronica Dudo, for a podcast known to move the needle for investors. Tobin and I are seasoned Wall Street executives with deep investment experience, and we are prepared to share our advice to those who choose to listen. Download Buy, Hold, Sell today on the Evergreen Podcast Network or your favorite podcast channel. So after hearing that, ask yourself, are you creating a company or are you creating a movement? I think that that's really an interesting concept for us to ponder. I like how Douglas hired Obama campaign organizers, not ad agencies or media buyers, to really perfect grassroots marketing and tap into people power at Airbnb. He recognized that if we want to achieve a different type of result, we need to believe different things and we need to behave differently in the way that we actually create preference and create relevance. Clearly, I have drunk the Kool-Aid on the potency of using cult brand principles to reap business benefits that are tied to heightened levels of advocacy. I think that Douglas does a great job explaining how that is done and why that is so desirable. I also liked how he made sure that we know that cult-like commitment differs really in significant ways from traditional loyalty. I worry that too many C-suites think that they have loyal customers just because they have a lot of members who have signed up for their loyalty program. The two are barely correlated. I actually see more broken loyalty programs than highly functional ones. And we must appreciate that the level of engagement that Douglas is referring to is not achieved by giving people points or frequent discounts. Anyway, cult brands are my favorite type of company. And it was a privilege to have uh, Douglas share his real world learnings from researching and applying cult brand principles to amazing organizations the past 15 years. I hope you enjoyed him as much as I did. I hope you enjoyed these curated parts of Douglas's presentation. I highly recommend listening to the complete episode by subscribing to Cult Brand Secrets Premium. Subscribe and learn more at cultbrandsecrets.com. Once again, this is your host, Chris Neeland, and you've been listening to Cult Brand Secrets, where we explore the great speakers and insights shared at the gathering a Forbes top-rated business summit. Learn more about the gathering at cultgathering.com. If you enjoyed today's podcast, please rate and review us on your podcast app. It really helps. Cult Brand Secrets is a production of Evergreen Podcasts. 
Learn more about our podcasts at evergreenpodcast.com. Special thanks to Connor Standish and Laura Winter for their assistance in making this podcast possible. Also, I'd like to thank our producer and audio engineer, William Pritz, as well as executive producers, David Moss and Bridget Coyne. I'm your host, Chris Nealon. Thanks for listening. Coming up on 5-Minute News, I'm Anthony Davis. You might think it's partisan because maybe it's critical of one side or the other, but it's not, it's just the truth. And I think that's also something that's kind of unusual for Americans listening to the radio or to podcasts because the news landscape in the States has been so partisan for so many decades. So 5-Minute News is verified, truthful, independent, unbiased and essential world news daily.